Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! You are great. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. This time around, we are taking a look at Young Guns. Uh, so welcome to the 30-something movie podcast. As you have probably heard already, if you've listened to the show before, I got Bo. Yo. I got Pat. Hey, hey. And I got me, John. Hey, John. Um, me, uh, my name is not me, John. I said, hey, just, John. You said, hey, John. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, me, John. I was like, well, that's not my... <laughs> sounds like me gosh from Willow. <clears throat> me gosh. Me gosh. Me John. <laughs> yes, me gosh. Good choice. Um, me, John. Eugene. <laughs> yes. All right, so we're a little punchy, but it's, <laughs> yeah. maybe we accidentally got into the peyote. Oh. Maybe that's... You, you, guys, you, you guys, guys! You guys! You guys! You know what? We got it. We may have to re-record this because the people listening to this on their phones and on their computers, they can't hear us because we're in the spirit world. <laughs> that's right. Right. <laughs> right. So maybe we hey, should... Hey, Chavez, why are they looking at it so funny? Because, jerk, we're in the spirit world. They can't see us. <laughs> Do you guys see that chicken? Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah, geez. sighs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> anyway, we are digressing... I don't even know where we digress. We're to, digressing so. down fast. <clears throat> we we have not taken peyote. No, and, too uh, bad. Be cool. Stay in school, kids. Don't take the peyote. Um, drugs are bad. And dr- drugs <laughs> drugs are bad. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Gears. Okay, um, this is not a South Park podcast. Yes, we got a few oh, more no, years. No. We got a few more years until we get to. <clears throat> maybe that's it. Maybe I after remember. we do Batman 89, maybe the next one is like, oh man, South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. <clears throat> that's my next one. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I remember when South Park, I was in college, it was mm-hmm. like my second or third year, and we're like, dude, there's new car, this new show, we gotta go check. And it was like a house you- party around the first episode mm-hmm. of South Park, and that's where the Klingon battle cruisers come down and they shot Kenny and then they chuck a rock at him and it hits the battle cruiser and it crashes. It was was the, that the first episode? It was like, I think, or maybe. Okay. Things were, got a little hazy, yeah. but I mean, but I, that was, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the, uh, Kenny gets uh, the anal probe. Yes, okay. Or Cartman. Cartman gets, Cartman gets the anal probe. But they, yes. the Klingon, the Klingon ship shoots Kenny, yes. so he's like, you mm-hmm. jerks, and he chucks mm-hmm. it, and he hits the ship with the rocket, it was like, oh my those are gosh. Those first few episodes are a little bit of a blur for me, because yeah. it was, I was in high school when they came out. And I remember somebody had recorded all six of them off of TV. Yeah. And so they had the first six episodes on a VHS tape. And it was after football practice. We'd go over to a person's house. See and they kids. just watched all six of them back to back. Yes. This thing called over VHS over tape. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. We should, we should clarify. Footnote to the podcast. Oh, man. Once upon a time, there was a form of media referred to as the VHS tape, uh, preceded by the Betamax tape. Yeah, of which there was a war between VHS and Betamax, and all the Betamax were slaughtered and their children killed in their sleep. And the Betamax machines would later rise up to become... HD DVD. <laughs> <laughs> they evolved. Thank you. <laughs> and then they died again. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's how I saw the first six episodes, and we just watched them over and over and over again. But I do remember somebody, maybe it was the next year, somebody in college had the original video that they had created and it got ended up on the internet and it was the um it was like the wrestling match or the boxing match between santa and jesus <laughs> and this is like the this is what they created before they even created the tv show yeah as like a test thing to just yeah. kind of see how the animation would work and everything and i remember watching that and being like oh man this is this, is this stuff is amazing <laughs> yeah all right. This is not a South Park podcast. No. It's kind of turning contrary into one, to uh, contrary to popular belief. This is not a South Park podcast. Um, this is a Young Guns podcast this time around. So we're going to get on into it because I don't know that we have any new movie news right now. That kind of stuff. Um, so this is uh, we're we're going to jump on into our Young Guns stuff here, and uh, we got some five questions. 
at the end of all this. So be ready for five questions there. Uh, if sure. you've been following us on Twitter, we do post those up before the show goes up so you get a chance to think about how you would respond to the five questions. And feel free to call in to the 30 Podcast Love Line if you want to answer those five questions yourself. Um, we would love to hear from you. So we'll get to that here in just a little bit. But first up, I got a little This Week in 88 action. Um, so I'm going to run through these really, really fast, and then we will get on to our Young Guns talk. First of all, uh, very quickly, we're talking the week of roughly November 21st to 28th, 1988. So November 23rd, Wayne Gretzky scores his 600th NHL goal. November 26th, um, I'm going to try not to butcher his name too much, Hafthor Julius Bjornsson, uh, the mountain on the uh, initial season of Game of Thrones. I think he was in there for a couple seasons, and then I, I want to say they switched to another actor. Um, how they found another actor that big, I don't know. Uh, but I think so. I think that's what I read. Anyway, Hafthor, I think I got that name right, Hafthor Julius Bjornsson, uh, the mountain on Game of Thrones, was born on November 26, 1988. November 27, 1988, uh, actor John Carradine, the father of David and Keith Carradine and a whole bunch of the other Carradine children who also became actors, uh, he died on November 27th. He was in a plethora of movies, TV shows. You probably saw him on... Uh, Twilight Zone, if you watch that, uh, but did just tons and tons of movies, uh, I think stretching from the 30s, you know, on up through a good portion of the 20th century. The top song was Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. The top book was still The Sands of Time by Sidney Sheldon. I think that one kept going for the rest of the year at this point. And the top movie at this point was the movie Scrooged, starring Bill Murray. That's a great one. We're going to be doing that here in a few weeks. That's it for this week in 88. Let's go ahead and jump into our Young Guns stuff. So Young Guns came out the 12th of August, 1988, rated R, with runtime of 1 hour and 47 minutes, directed by Christopher Kane, who also did Pure Country and The Next Karate Kid, produced by Christopher Kane and Joe Roth. John Fusco was the writer. He did Hidalgo and the Netflix TV series Marco Polo. Uh, Marco! Polo. Thank you. Cinematography, Dean Semler, who did The Road Warrior and Dances with Wolves. Music was done by Brian Banks and Anthony Marinelli. Uh, Banks did the music for War Games, and Marinelli did the music for Demolition Man. Pat, you and I kind of talked about a couple of these things on here, that Christopher Kane, mm -hmm. the director and the producer of this one, is the stepfather of Dean Kane, who played Clark Kent Superman on oh. The Adventures of Lois cool. and Clark, that I used to watch religiously. Um... I think that was around the time, like, you and I knew each other in high school, and I think mm -hmm. that was around the time I also got my very first Superman t-shirt in high school and wore it also religiously. religiously. <clears throat> yeah, almost cultishly. I suppose, while not moving... Which is also the time I jumped I'm, out of a window. Yes, you did. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was the first... You're looking at me like I'm... Yeah, jumping up. First floor yeah. window. That was oh. the first floor. I mean, it was like but, 12 feet in the air. But for but someone who would eventually become a, a school teacher floor. to jump out of a classroom window is right. somewhat amusing, nonetheless. It was a warm day. It was. The windows were open. They mm -hmm. were. It was a maternity leave French teacher. That makes it better? In that classroom. Well, I mean, it's not like the repercussions were not going to be long-lasting for her, mm -hmm. necessarily. Fair enough. It was the end of the day. It was the last period of the day. It was. <clears throat> I happened to be sitting by the windows while they were open. You were. It was the first day I had worn my brand new Superman shirt to class, to school. Yes. And kids, we'll take a little history lesson here too. There was a time when Superman t-shirts were hard to find. Nowadays, not so much. True. But at that point in time, it was not an easy thing because you didn't have the internet to order from and a lot of stores didn't necessarily carry them. So ah, the internet. I was proud that I had my Superman t-shirt and decided to use it. And so I leapt out of a window. We do have a... a Outstanding. And, actually, years later, that incident was referenced in the Chicago Tribune. Really? Yeah. Because they were talking about renovating the Brainerd building in Libertyville, the old freshman building, and they interviewed some people when they were talking about the renovations, and one of the people they interviewed said, yeah, I think one time we had these massive windows that were just beautiful, and uh, one time we actually had a kid jump out of one of the windows. Mm. And I was like... I made it! That's I never. I always had a dream that I'd work for the Chicago Tribune and my name would be in the paper somewhere. I was kind of hoping as a byline, but I, mm, I was in the newspaper. That's that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I don't know if that's like a proud reason to be in the newspaper, but I, I don't care. Uh, no, not really. Okay. I mostly got high fives from people when I came back into the building because I, I was like, I jumped out of the window. I was like, ah, I did it! <laughs> now I gotta get my stuff out of my locker before the bus comes. So I had to go back. In it the wasn't building. a well-planned no, event. Just, oh, no, 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 no. I was a freshman. I mean, I'm ninth grade. What, what ninth grader well-plans anything? 
I guess that depends on what it is. Well, I guess that's, that's, that's true too. So anyway, all that to Speaking say, of your Superman connection, yeah, yeah. we have a Smallville connection to today's movie. Do we really? We do. Terrence we, oh, Stamp. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Well, and Superman too. Yep. Neil. Neil. Neil before Zod. And then uh, Superman, they're re-showing the movie in theaters coming up real soon. Mm-hmm. I saw that the other day. I think, I think I might have to go when they do that. Uh, Pat and I... If you a, don't, a, I think I'll be disappointed. <clears throat> I know. I'm going to go ahead and be honest here's, with you. Here's, here. another, here's another tangent Pat and I were talking about, and I think it's because you posted it up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, the Christmas movies at the community center in Lake yes. Forest. Yes, $5 tickets, and they're showing It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. On November 30th, they're showing Christmas Vacation. I might go on the 30th just to see how the big screen. I think screen, I'm in Lake but... Geneva. Oh, okay. Well, aren't you fancy? Yes. Oh, okay. I just I was trying to make it. It's make... actually something you and the family might like. I'll send you that to okay. on Facebook. All right. All right. Um, I'd let's send see. it to Pat on Facebook, but... But he's you know. not on Facebook. I am not the on face, Facebook. The face tubes. I am not. The my face tube. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kinda sorry, no offense kinda, to anyone's face. It kind of sounds like a medical procedure. It does, doesn't it? That way. Yeah. Uh, budget for this one was $11 million, which is about the same as a, a My Face Tube procedure. Million. Um, <laughs> million. It's going to be a while until we get to that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, box office was $45.7 million. Flick Metrics gives it a score of 60. You like how he has to pronounce that special just Ooh, to make sure he doesn't screw I got to be careful. <laughs> got to be careful. <laughs> Famous flicks, Mr. Connor. <laughs> famous flicks. Catherine Deneuve. Catherine Deneuve and Charo twice. That's famous <laughs> flicks, Mr. Connery. <laughs> oh, Urs- oh. Ursula Andress, Catherine Deneuve, and Charo twice. Oh, you Canadian punks. <laughs> yes. No, I love that. No, the correct answer is rough. <laughs> ah. um, so they give it a score of 60. And then... We're never going to get this episode nope. done. It's just going to be like one thing after another. I think somebody slipped some peyote into something we were already drinking or taking or something. Um, so they give it a 60, and that is averaging out the scores of the Rotten Tomatoes critics meter, uh, the tomato meter, which gives it a 42. For what? For Young Guns. Really? The combined, the average score of the well, critics. Oh yeah. I can see why the critics wouldn't. Yeah. So audience score is a 76, so way higher than what the critics gave it. Um, IMDB gives it a 68. Letterboxd gives it a 63. And Metascore gives it a 50. But yeah, a little, little low on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics score there. Yeah. But, yeah. Who cares? Uh, starring Emilio Estevez, who was William Billy Bonnie, or Billy the Kid. Uh, he was in Repo Man, one of Hat's favorite movies, and The Breakfast Club. Kiefer Sutherland played Doc Skurlock, who was in Lost Boys and Flatliners. Lou Diamond Phillips played Chavez y Chavez, um, or Roosevelt y Roosevelt. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. All I could think about the whole time. Roosevelt Roosevelt. Yep. Roosevelt Roosevelt. I'm stationed in... Oh, okay. No. Um, <laughs> that's the second time today I've had to stop myself. Uh, he was in La Bamba and Longmire. Great show. Pat, I know you saw that one. La Bamba, Longmire. yes. And Longmire. Did yes, you watch yes, Longmire? Yes, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Love oh, yeah. Longmire. Henry Definitely. Standing Bear. Definitely. Yep. Uh, thank you for calling the uh, prancing pony and continual soiree. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's. I forget what the whole message. It's not was. prancing pony. It's a red pony. The red prancing pony. pony. Where's prancing pony from? Is Lord of the Rings because I think oh, that mistake yes. too yes, is yes, the, yes, yes. the prancing pony. Okay, but you've reached the you've reached the um, red pony bar. Uh, you've reached the red pony saloon. Uh, and continual soiree. And continual soiree. Yeah. yeah, there's a line he gives, and it's really, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like every time he answers the phone, it's the same thing. That's awesome. Excuse me. It is a beautiful day at the Red Pony and continual soiree. This is Henry. Uh, Charlie Sheen played Dick Brewer. He was in Wall Street and Two and a Half Men. Dermot Mulroney played Dirty Steve Stevens. He was, which sounds like a WWF wrestling <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper and Dirty Steve Stevens. Uh, my best friend's wedding and the gray. You guys. Uh, you guys. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I almost. I gotta be. When I when I try to do that voice, the same voice you're doing. Yeah. I make it sound like when um, in in Good Morning Vietnam yeah. when Robin Williams is trying to do like the Gomer Pyle voice. Yeah. Hey, you guys. We're <laughs> from Army Intelligence. <laughs> We just oh. go out and ask if they've seen any bad guys. <laughs> if they, are you the enemy? And if they say yes, we shoot them. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Casey, oh. I'm going to mess up his last name. Casey Samazko. Sure. Played, uh, I'm going to go with that. Go Charlie Bowdry. 
He was in Back to the Future and Stand By Me. Terrence Stamp, Neil before Zod, uh, played John Tunstall. He was in Superman 2 and The Limey. Uh, Jack Palance, who died in 2006, played L.G. Murphy. He was in Batman 89 and City Slickers. Terry O'Quinn played Alex McSween, who was in The Rocketeer and the TV series Lost. The Rocket. Uh, don't you read the papers? Obviously not. You've been working? Okay. Mm. Uh, Alice Carter played Yen Sun. She was in Gross Anatomy and House Party 2. And Sharon Thomas Kane, the mother of Dean Kane um, and wife of Christopher Kane, the director. Uh, played Susan McSween, and she was in Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, and Pure Country. Here's the trailer, and we will be back in just a moment. Can't go north, because Murphy's got men coming out of Fort Sumner. He can't go south, because he's got Brady coming in. East is no good, because he's got John Kenny coming up now. Let's dance! Regulators! Let's settle up! Just boys, they want to move her 21. We don't have a lot of fun now. All I see are hired thieves. Get off my property. You were supposed to serve 11 warrants and expose the ring. Instead, you went out on a rampage. Get ready for him. Lotto, talk like that. Objection, Your Honor. The governor's revoked your deputization power. You're now wanted by the legitimate law as well as those outside the law. You're being hunted by troops. Bonnie is believed to be the captain of a deputized gang. Billy the Kid, huh? The governor's put a $200 bounty on your head. Easy, I'm pals. First time watching this movie? Pat. No. No. Bo. No, but <clears throat> it may have been the first time I saw it start to finish in one sitting. Okay. Me too. Because I kind of... I, there I were think parts I was, where I was like, hmm. Yeah. I think I was talking to you about this, Pat, the other day when I was like, I was so excited for this movie. I'm like, yeah, Young Guns, love Young Guns. But I was thinking about it. And in my head, I was like, yeah, that's a great movie. I mean, oh, Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone. I love Young Guns. And then I'm like, wait, no, quick in the dead. <laughs> wrong movie. Quick in the dead, young guns. Because well, I had mixed in, I, I didn't get that completely wrong, because I watched this movie, and I watched quick, but I watched quick in the dead more mm -hmm. back in high school. Like, I watched this one and Tombstone. Tombstone way more than the others, but um, somehow I mixed together the quick in the dead and young guns in my brain. Sure. So I was totally convinced when we were ready to watch this one, I was like, yeah, this is the one with Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone. Um, and I should have been thinking about it because I'm like, no, Leonardo DiCaprio would not have been old enough to have been in. I mean, he would have been like really young gun in this movie if he was in it. But, little baby gun. No, a little baby gun. Um, there'd be enough room for him on the door because he'd be smaller. Mm -hmm. So there is that. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so no, so for me too, probably first time that I, in a long time, that I had seen this all the way through, but I had watched it uh, back in high school a little bit. Um, yeah, so like, what makes this movie amazing? Is this movie amazing? I guess would be a better question. How do you feel about this movie, Pat? Does it... I love this movie. Is, is happiness a warm gun? Yeah, that, I, uh, I, I love this movie. And it's funny because I didn't see it growing up. Like, obviously it was R-rated, so I didn't see it when it first came out. And I think we talked about this. There weren't many westerns in the eighties. Mm -hmm. I mean, the last what like I like if I was going to watch a western with my dad or my grandpa or something, it was going to be, you know, Magnificent Seven or True Grit or the list goes on or you know any of the spaghetti westerns. But I don't know that there were that many westerns in the by the late seventies and eighties. And when I remember, I just always had this in my mind that this is weird. It's a western, but there's a rock and roll soundtrack mm -hmm. and. Bon Jovi did the music for it, and it was all the young actors and everything. So I kind of was always aware of it, but I, I just never really knew much about it. And then I caught it on TV, maybe high school, probably college. And uh, heck, you know what? It might have been after college. It might have been like once I graduated and was working here and had, you know, like, uh, you know, cable does the movies on demand or whatever, and it just cycled through. I'm like, ah, I'll watch Young Guns. Mm -hmm. And I'd always seen clips, but then I saw it start to finish. I'm like, dude, this is fun. Mm -hmm. This is just a fun movie. And 
uh, then I would just make it a point that anytime it was on, it would be like, I'm going to sit down and watch parts. And so I've always been, I've been watching parts of it like every month. I'll see parts of it. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. So yeah, that's my, my a brief history of uh, me watching Young Guns. Yeah, I tried to look, after you and I were kind of talking about that, I tried to look it up and say, okay, well, what, what Westerns did come out? in the 80s yeah. and there's not I mean there were a lot of westerns that came out in the 80s but not ones that were were popular okay like there's some weird ones there's like alien westerns and time travel westerns yeah and because I, I mean I think when I think of like some of the different genres that were big in the 80s I think horror I think mm -hmm. comedy and I think sci-fi were some of the bigger ones from the yeah. 80s and that western really just wasn't yeah it just wasn't popular the, at the mainstream time. was and, and you and I were kind of talking we're like is this do we think then that maybe like this is the movie that was like hey Westerns. Mm -hmm. If we update the Western, if we make it kind of a little bit more contemporary, give it a give it like a rock and roll kind of soundtrack, yeah. um, kind of a rock and roll like rock star kind of feel to it. Um, I think was it Emilio Estevez. Somebody, one of the actors in the movie, made a comment about the. Diff I think when he was being interviewed for Young Guns too, uh, one of them made a comment about. Um, Young Guns was the heavy metal western, and Young Guns too. They wanted to make it a little bit more historically accurate. Okay. Um, so they they kind of he, whichever actor it was, referred to it as like a heavy metal western. Mm -hmm. um, so I almost kind of wonder is like, was this one of the movies that was like, hey, westerns can be a genre that we go yeah. to, and and yeah. as long as we maybe do some updating with some stuff. Because after that, I mean, you know, you had the comedy City mm -hmm. Slickers, you had. Uh, Wyatt Earp, you had mm -hmm. uh, um, it dances with wolves. Dances you, with wolves. Yeah. You, I mean, Unforgiven, you saw, Tombstone, Quick and the Dead, Tombstone. So I mean, all those had, movies. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Maverick. Yeah, a remake yeah. of Maverick was in there. So and then they didn't. I mean, they come out from all different veins: mm -hmm. comedy, serious, dark, right. the anti-hero western. I mean, it was they really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a list of uh, '80s westerns, and there there are a lot of them, but again, not ones that everybody like not ones that would have been widely seen yeah you had like uh kenny rogers the gambler that was kind of like i thought it was like a tv movie yeah. that they did. i don't even think that was like a theatrical yeah. release um there was the uh, they count urban cowboy as a western so i guess if you're gonna count that as a western that's fine um you know some other ones like the man from snowy river um the australian western that came out in i think like 82 mm -hmm. um yeah, then you just, I mean, you just had a few others here and there. Um, Pale Rider with Clint Eastwood. Um, that one came out in 80, 85, I think mm -hmm. it was. Um, Silverado with Kevin Costner, Brian Dennehy. That one came out in 85. So, yeah, so, I mean, you had a few here and there, but it's not like, I think when I think of the decade of the Western, mm -hmm. I think 90s. Yeah. I think it's much more than 90s. Because you just had, you just, I mean, those were like the blockbuster When Western did the final movies. Back to the Future come out? Back to the, the last Back to the Future was... 90s? 80, mm. was it 80, was it 90? I feel like Back to the Future 2 came out in late 89 and then Back okay, to the Future yeah. 3. Because yeah, so they shot out, them concurrently. Yeah. So they did, but I think it was like it came out, I think 2 came out in like November. Yeah. And 3 came out like early 90. Maybe. That sounds right. Yeah. Because they wouldn't release them too close together. You got to capitalize right, on the right. We got to, as Billy Joel said in the Live at Long Island concert in the '80s, we got to space this out for maximum. Ninety. Mm -hmm. Was it ninety? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I just '80s, not not the decade of the Western necessarily, or not the decade of of the popular Western. Um, even though there are definitely some some good Westerns, um, they actually count Near Dark as a Western too. It's kind of interesting that uh, vampire one. Yeah, you didn't like that one. So. I. You didn't care for it. Not, I don't, I don't think I saw it. Was that with... Um, that was um, uh, Lance Henriksen, uh, Lance Henriksen was, uh, was Bill that, Paxton. Was, Riddick, that was that the guy with Riddick in it? No. No, that no. was Pitch Black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not Near Dark. No, Dear, okay. Near Dark was the vampires. Um, they had that... Well, you, you wouldn't have liked the one part anyway because they go after the kids. Don't like that. You don't like that. Um, but what do you love about Young Guns? That's fun. Do you love Young Guns? I, I don't know if I would use the word love okay. for Young Guns. Um, I enjoy Young Guns. Okay. Though. I enjoy it what a lot. What do you enjoy about um, Young Guns? I think that some of the history of it is fun. Like the whole Billy the Kidness mm -hmm. of it all is kind of fun. Um, I think 
one of the things that always drew me to this movie was realizing all the people that were in it as young actors. Like, that's quite a cast when you mm -hmm. throw it down on paper. Mm -hmm. If you tried to get that cast together today, that would cost you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would. Um, and I think that's what I always liked about it was the the... I guess is star power the word? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there a scene in this movie in particular that you look at and you're like, that's when I think of Young Guns. I think of that scene. Oh, wow. You know, it's a cop-out. But I think it's the shootout at the end mm -hmm. when they're... <laughs> when they're heaving all the stuff out of the right. house. And then, they, and then he just... I don't even know how to describe what he does. Billy the Kid just sort of pops out. He like, pops out of one of the... the they throw a trunk tra the trash yeah, the trunk. And out of a second it. floor. Yeah, like, I don't even know... Yeah. 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 yeah the, that right there is... <laughs> it's a total cop-out because it's the obvious answer, but that right there, that's Young Gun. Mm -hmm. That's like that's yeah, the that's scene you want. And then, and then he gets, she gets shot twice, but then he's fine. Mm -hmm. And then he well, rides he away on the horse. Well, Gotta be there for Young Guns too. Yeah, and then he rides away. And then he managed to... after And, you know, he gets... Shot right in the upper torso, and then he managed mm -hmm. to take out the right the, the guy from you know long distance with a mm -hmm. you know on a horse mm -hmm. from a distance moving target right wildly right. inaccurate revolver. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just I mean that's like an eighties movie. I mean oh, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. Well, and that's kind of like the that that's the heavy metal western part of it, and I think that may be why. Um, my lovely wife, who enjoys westerns, mm -hmm. um, and we Tombstone is probably our favorite. Um, well, I mean, and, how do you beat Tombstone? Oh, I know. Um, she and she hasn't been feeling well, so I kind of part of it was this wasn't a oh hey do you want to watch a western? Here are some different options. It was more of a I got to watch this movie for the podcast, and the only time I have to watch it is tonight. So <laughs> let's watch it tonight. And she was like, oh, okay. She hasn't been feeling great for the last couple of weeks. She's had a cold, and and so I was. I, but I and I tried to like soften the blow of like, I'm. If you're going to be here in the living room with me, we're watching this movie. Right. I tried to be like, it has a little bit of like a tombstone western kind of vibe to it, which it kind of does in some ways. Um, but at the same time, it, I just don't think it was the right evening for her to watch this movie because partway through all she said, I told you about this earlier. Partway through, all she said was. So has anybody ever counted how many gunshots there are in this movie? <laughs> I was I'm like, going with a I lot. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I can try to Google it. She's like, yeah, Google it, and find out. I'm just curious. I want to know. There's a lot of gunshots in this movie. <laughs> I was like, okay, so are you, are you not enjoying the movie? She's like, no, I, I just want to know how many gunshots there are. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll, I'll try to Google that and, and oh see what I can gosh. find. That's um, funny. So I, I don't think. That necessarily this was probably her favorite Western movie of all the different ones that we have watched or could have watched. Um, I do like this movie. I, I don't, again, I don't know. I'm kind of with you, Bo. I'm like, I don't go nuts for this one. I, this is not like, oh, it's my favorite Western of all time. I would definitely rank Tombstone higher than this one. Mm. Um, I probably would even rank Unforgiven higher than this oh, one. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. God, what a um, movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, those would definitely be higher on my list. And, and that's just in like the 80s and 90s mm -hmm. um, ones that we're looking at. But yeah, I mean, this is this would be like a solid, if I were to think of like all-time Western movies that are favorites, this might be a solid top five. Um, but I mean, not like, not like number one. Like I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not going crazy over this movie. Like, ah, oh, Young Guns, yes! And yeah. I, but it was fun. I mean, it's right. a fun movie. It's you can't take it too seriously. You, I mean, it has bits and pieces of the history. I mean, it's got bits and pieces of the um, what was it called, the Lincoln County War mm -hmm. um, between these two factions, and you know, some of the stuff in here is either historically accurate or historically paraphrased. Maybe is a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, um, closer. Yeah, yeah. We look at there's... that with such. We look at the Wild West with such a. Hell yeah, they were blowing each other away, and and it's just kind of like, you know, we. Yeah. I just I think we just mm -hmm. we we look up to that. Right. But I mean, like I said, John. I mean, would you look at a gang war in the inner city the same way? Right. You know, I don't I don't think so. But I mean, I, for whatever reason, we really look back at mm. at the at the West and, as 
it definitely gets the whitewash treatment of history because yeah, you yeah. def you never hear, and maybe it's because the weapons weren't so mass able to massively kill as many mm -hmm. people. But you definitely don't. They never deal with the fallout of any mm -hmm. of it. These movies don't. We you, don't hear about they, the innocent and, and in this movie, woman who got stuck in the firefight. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, in this movie, you have a weapon designed for mass killing, mm -hmm. and it just takes out one guy. Yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah, they finally... We have oh, this where weapon. was that the whole time? Yeah. We have this weapon that's been carted out here, and it probably was here since the night before. Because it weighs 300 pounds. Because it weighs 300 pounds. Yeah. And... We probably could have mowed down the entire house yeah. using this gun and saved a whole mm -hmm. lot of time. Mm. Uh, but no, we're just going to use it to shoot down the one guy who's probably the most innocent of the whole group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the least yeah. likely to, you know, shoot back. <laughs> well, that was, and that when we got to that final kind of shootout scene at the end, that was the other thing that, that uh, my wife Sharon was like, she's like, it's nighttime. Why don't they just, why doesn't somebody just sneak up and, and set the house on fire? Everything's made of wood. Just set the house on fire, or maybe go grab a bow and an arrow. Like do it like the way the Romans did it in some of those old movies, like Gladiator. Just light an arrow on fire and shoot some arrows into it and burn the house down. And then, like two minutes later, they started burning the house down. She's like, "There, see, they listened." <laughs> right. right. <laughs> fire. <laughs> Fire's awesome. <sighs> so we've referenced South Park today. Yeah. We've referenced Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Um. Oh! Anything. Oh, there we go. Simpsons. Just to throw it in there. <laughs> Pia! <Yeah. laughs> okay, then we got all of them. There he is. Mummy. Mummy. Right. Um, right. yeah. So, you're uh, working on a novel, Brian. Is that, uh, is your novel going? Is it, uh, going well? You're writing some, uh, some good dialogue there? Right? Little, uh, little exposition? Little, um, little, uh, uh divided into a, in a story that has a good, uh, beginning, middle, and end? Is that what you're doing? That's as high as I can go. I can't do it. It's <laughs> impressive. It's, uh, it's impressive. <clears throat> I don't... Uh, only, only if I really want to do that Michael Jackson impersonator thing as a full-time job. Hey, Pepin! But. <laughs> I see you got Charlie Crawford down there! Yeah, he's here, Bonnie, and he's got a whole lot of... Hey, Pepin! Kabang! Hey, Pepin! Charlie Crawford ain't with you anymore! <laughs> I mean, I can't do the laugh, but... Yeah. That, yeah. You know, I mean, that... And, and I know it's 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 dark and all that, but mm -hmm. I just I, I think back to Dave. You remember the movie Davy Crockett? Uh huh. When the one guy is like walking across, and they're up in the Alamo, and and I forgot who played David Crockett, but he just takes the gun, out, kablam! And that first guy walking falls. You know, he takes the first guy out from like long range, and everybody, you know. But yeah, that I that that was that was that made me, it's just mm -hmm. the, the portrayal of Billy the, the kid. Mm -hmm. And again, and it was all like you said, whitewashed. The bad guys were bad guys. Yeah. You know, it's like totally the true lies thing. Mm -hmm. Do you kill people? Yes, but they were all bad. They were all, I mean, bad. They were all bad guys. Right. So there's just, I mean, that's it. That, yeah. That's okay. You know, like when I would, we were at a kid's birthday party, you know, and I went and played Time Crisis or whatever, the mm -hmm. one, one of the shoot em up games. I'm sitting yep. blasting away people. Danielle walks up crisis. and, Dad, what are you doing? And it was just like, oh, how am I going to explain this? Because there's blood, just everything is just going across the screen. I'm like, Taking care of the bad guys, hon. Oh my gosh, those people look like they're getting hurt. They are, but they're all bad, sweetheart. And I just need you to actually. Can you step over there? Dad needs to take care of the rest of the bad. I mean, it's like that. You know, it's just <laughs> that's awesome. They you don't have, have a, Charlie Crawford with you anymore. They have a Time Crisis reap, Three. Reap the whirlwind. Rom emulator. That is oh, yeah. dangerous for me. Okay. Was that in Area Fifty One? Oh, I used to play that game so much. Oof. That I, one in the, uh, then, the T2 game. I yeah. That a lot. And then if you start switching over to console, you've always got GoldenEye. Mm. Yeah, so. Oh, man. I Hours. Just, hours. I of my life skipped wasted. so many college classes oh, playing man. GoldenEye. I, I remember when GoldenEye mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. Dude. That was like our Fortnite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? It, yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and kids, that's why we're better. Yeah. Because it's a better game. It's true. Mm -hmm. It is. It's superior. Until Fortnite uh, introduces Oddjob as a character that you can play, it's better. It's nothing. It's I better. just hated the proximity mines because I'd always run into one. Me too. Oh, yeah. I was so bad at that. Oh, man. But as soon as I got a golden gun, oh, well, sure. you, every every person in the room, when you absolutely positively must kill every last in the room, Need the golden get the golden gun. gun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like one of my favorite quotes is, many nights, my friend. Many nights. I've put a blade to your throat while you were sleeping. Yes. Glad I can never killed you, Steve. You're all right. <laughs> yes. That has to be one of the best, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of get, um, 
you, 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 like, get, you get like some of those lines from Tombstone where you have yeah. like, you know, Kurt Russell's doing the lines like, oh, and you tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. Hell's coming with me. And like stuff like that. And then you get, um, you get Billy the Kid who has the line. And he says it to a couple of different people. He's like, reap the whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Like, reap it. And he'll repeat that a couple of different times. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's kind of that rock and roll, mm -hmm. that kind of like rock and roll Western kind mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. we've got our good, uh, good one-liner that we have to use. All right. Is there anything else we want to say in general about Young Guns, or are we ready for our five questions? It's fun. If you haven't seen it, you should. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, absolutely. You'll enjoy it. There's there's nothing not to like about it. It is not, you know, it's not going to win any film awards or anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, especially if you can look at it through that lens of, oh, my God, look at all these actors and look at what they're about to go on to do after this. Yeah. The amount of talent on that screen at yeah. one time, you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, they nail those characters. I mean, they heck, they look cool from the opening when they walk up. Oh the black yeah, and white. that's a great. Oh, that's so one of the best cool. movie openings. I mean, that just walks up. Yeah, and, and they got the little bit of static kind of thing. And mm -hmm. yeah, they do it like the old, like the really really old, like early twentieth century, like late nineteenth century film. Yeah, kind of filter to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead with our. Here's our five questions. He asks each traveler five questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. You've got to ask yourself one question. Why are you asking me for? I don't know. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. All right, so our five questions for Young Guns. For those who have not played before, we do five questions that may be related to the movie, maybe a little bit of a stretch. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Um, so five questions, and for those playing at home, we do 30 seconds apiece for each of these questions. And uh, so are you gentlemen ready? We're ready. You have, yeah. contestants have seen the questions ahead of time. Okay. So you have had a chance to kind of think about it so you can keep your answer to about 30 seconds. So um, I think that, Pat, we're going to start with you on the first question. Okay. I will start the timer after I read the question. Okay. Because I'm trying to be like an official game show host. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. You must also answer in the form of a question. Okay. Filled with okay. adjectives. Okay. I don't know why we would have to, okay. Um, dangling participles. You oh, must I don't even know what those are, no, I so don't, that's okay. Is don't, that the question? Don't dangle them, yeah. no. Um, okay. Uh, favorite drug trip or drunk scene in a movie? Favorite? That's hard, because I don't I don't like the drugs and the drinking and okay. the, that all kind of thing. Funniest, 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 <laughs> funniest thing? I mean, this has got to be one of them, or... I, I don't know. I don't laugh at that stuff. I mean, I cringe. Mm -hmm. That or maybe Easy Rider. I mean, okay. that has a really disturbing one mm -hmm. in it. I, I would say, you know, so maybe Easy Rider. Okay. But I, I yeah, eh, I don't, yeah, I don't laugh at that stuff. Okay. All right. That was your 30 seconds. Yeah. All right. Bo, same question. Big Lebowski. Okay. Love which, it. The whole movie or which scene? Well, yes. But no, the, the one particular trippy scene with the bowling and the whole just... Okay. I mean, I... following the guy sitting on the carpet? I can't even, like... I don't even know if I can describe it all if I watched it right now. Like, there's mm -hmm. just a lot happening. Mm -hmm. So, the Coen brothers did had some yeah. fun when they made that thing. And it's funny because that's one of my favorite movies. Why didn't I... I don't know. I kind of thought you would go there. I really did. Yeah. Because I, I had a backup just in case because I'm like, well, I don't want to... Really? Yeah, that's one of my... Maybe I never saw because he gets punched out, right? Doesn't I'm sailing mm -hmm. thirty seconds. Sorry. No, that's okay. But did, Whatever, did, no, didn't, one, didn't um, the guy punched him out because he? Yeah. Did, ah, hello, dude. I'm Jackie Treehorn, and that's where he smacked him, right? And then that's where he woke up in the cab with the Eagles. Oh man, yeah. he gives what, my music, and he throws him out. Yeah. I guess I never saw that as like a drug trip. Hmm. That's really lame because I mean I know it was uh, like he's always the whole movie's a drug trip. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like the scene where he's driving in the car and he drops his cigarette down his pants. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he thinks the car is following him. Right. Yeah. He's freaking out and then he crashes his car. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. My, I'll say, let me start the timer for mine. Boom. All right. So I looked at a couple of different examples. I'm only going to do one, but I will mention the other one that I was going to choose. Uh, train spotting. Good with, one. With the, with the baby. Yeah. Oh man, that is a messed up scene. Have you ever seen Train Spotting? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I won't yeah, spoil I it. Not that you're going to see it. But I was going to say, I don't think Pat. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think you and you and McGregor hallucinates some weird. Freaky stuff in there. Yeah, he does. Uh, I got four seconds left, so I'm going to say up in smoke. There you go. I was particularly the car scene. Yeah, uh, that's, that's my timer. Uh, particularly the car scene where they're driving around in the car, and he just pulls out just this massive joint, and, <laughs> and he just kind of he's talking, but he's driving, and all of a sudden, like out of the corner of his eye, he looks over, and he's like, his eyes get all yeah. huge, and he's like, "Is that a joint, man?" <laughs> He's so, like, man, what is this? He's like, uh, mostly Maui Wowie, man, but it's got some Labrador in it. <laughs> like, I back What's Labrador? History of the World. History of the World, part yeah. one. I was just going to say that. You know that way. <laughs> you know that way. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stand right here and walk around the <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's All right. It. All right. So those two can take yeah. me off my high horse okay. because I was getting on my high horse spot. I don't know. You're fine. But I guess because uh, uh, that's exactly where my... What, brain went to was, was uh, right. history of the world and all right. okay second question uh best movie shootout i'll start this one best movie shootout oh, uh that is a tough one because Dude. i listed off a whole bunch i'm only going to mention the one that i think i'm going to choose as my top one but if you guys don't say the other ones then we'll talk about it afterwards i'm going to go with the lobby scene at the end of the matrix solid okay i gotta go with that one i had a whole bunch i've got one other one that was so much almost tied with that one for me but i'm gonna go lobby scene in the matrix and then if you don't take my other ones then i'll mention them afterwards okay I, there we go i only used 25 seconds that that's pretty good all right bo the untouchables in the stairway that was the one that tied for my lobby matrix scene so good yeah with the bassinet mm -hmm. and just that whole scene the way they shot it the, mm -hmm. ah that room is just perfect for mm -hmm. a shootout too so good mm -hmm. so good all right. Pat Buchanan. <laughs> Heat. Okay. Ah, yes. Yeah, I, I, uh, the yes. final one with the bank. Okay. And there, wow. I mean, that, that's a really intense scene. Um, the, the, way they, the way they whole filmed that movie, that mm -hmm. it wasn't on a soundstage, was pretty amazing. And then just, it was very, I think, very authentic. Mm -hmm. And it scares the heck out of me. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near mm -hmm. that, or I don't think it's cool. I don't think it looks fun. But it definitely was uh, captivating. All right. All right. Question three. Uh, pick one of the regulators, one of the actors, one of the young guns, and what is your favorite performance of theirs? Uh, Bo, let me have you start this one. Charlie Sheen, Major League. Nice. Which we're doing next year. Mm-hmm. So, I can't wait. 89 movie. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Wild thing. <laughs> you make my heart sing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me start my timer now. Um, I picked Lou Diamond Phillips and mine, Henry Standing Bear from Longmire. Uh, I love that character in that show. Have you seen Longmire? No. Okay. I've heard amazing things. It's, it's on the list. It's a lot of fun. And the fact that it has um, Starbuck from the exactly. new... Exactly. That doesn't hurt anything at all. No. 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 I, will, I will watch if if there's a home improvement show where she's painting things and we're just watching the paint dry, I would watch that. No, that's not what? Nothing. What? What'd you... What'd you I, no. Oh, the time's up. Look yeah, at that. Look at that. Longmire Saved by the bell. Yep. I have heard amazing things. All right, Pat. I second the Longmire thing. Okay. That outstanding. And I... I just like Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, yeah. And the more he, I watch it, that's the thing. I think Charlie Sheen because I love Major League. Yeah. A special place yeah. in my heart. But Lou Diamond Phillips is awesome. I, right? I, I mean, I'll tell you, though, awesome. I'll bring it back. I'll say Emilio Estevez, and I'll say this. Because okay, I just, you know? just the way he brings this character mm -hmm. out, I, just, I, that's, I, I can't get enough mm -hmm. of it. It's just fun to watch. So his, his Billy the Kid, to me, almost, especially I think maybe because of the laugh, feels like um, Tom Hulse's Amadeus. Yeah. Like where they bring mm. almost like a rock star quality yeah. to him and he like he has the quirky laugh and he's got the yeah. other stuff that he does and like it really reminded me this time I watched it, I was like, you know what? It reminds me of that. Yeah. It reminds me of I like this character for the same reasons I like that character. Yes. And All you right. know why Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips is so awesome? Like just the list of different things he's done. Mm-hmm. Like he's just awesome. Yeah. He mm -hmm. was on we were just watching him the other night on Blue Bloods. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, do, are you all caught up? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got to do the Blue Bloods podcast. How about it? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number four: If you were, if you had to get in a fight, 
and you were going to be wielding a knife. A, were you be a knife fighter, a gun fighter, or a pugilist? Pat. I was going to get into a fight? Yeah. Knife fighter, gun fighter, or pugilist? I don't know. I try to make love, not war, man. Well, um, that's a different kind of fight. <laughs> well, I, I suppose I, I would just say, jeez, I don't know. I can never come up with one of those. I suppose... So basically you're saying you'd be a wrestler. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, I, I would say, if, if I say pugilist, I sound arrogant because I'm not mm. a boxer. Right. But I guess I would rather do that because, you know, you say gun and then I, you're talking about killing people mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's, depends on the, depends on the situation. Okay. The right tool for the job. Okay. There you go. All right. Bo? I follow the advice of uh, Sean Connery from The Untouchables. Mm -hmm. He pulls a knife. You pull a gun. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing a gun mm -hmm. to a knife fight. It's all right. Because I'm going home. <laughs> okay. That's right. There you go. Yeah, I, I looked over these after I made up this dumb question. And uh, <laughs> and then I was like, I, I don't know. You're going to weasel your way out of your own I, question. I know. Is that what's about to happen? I, it's the right, the right tool for the job. I'm going to pull a Pat Canigallo and I reject my own question. Um, <laughs> and substitute your own? Wait a minute. Sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> Katie Sackhoff, best pro no. Okay. Um, we're gonna avoid that for right now because yes. that's not part of this movie. No. Um, so I think I'm gonna go pugilist for, for some of the same reasons. Hopefully you don't end up dead mm -hmm. after a, a fist fight. Um, the others you're probably gonna end up dead. I don't want to get stabbed. Excuse me. Like that's if I had to go, I'd almost rather have any of these other options. I don't want to get stabbed because that just seems like a very slow, painful way to go. Yeah. So okay. I. Um, yeah. Depends on the situation, too. Right. If a whole bunch of people are pulling guns on me, I, I'm not going to stand there and put my fists up. Yeah. Because... I'm just going to hand over my wallet. Unless... I mean, it's like... Unless <laughs> I have time to start playing Bon Jovi's Blaze of Glory on my phone. <laughs> and then I will put my fists up while everybody else is pointing well, guns sure. at me and, and, sure. and go out. You know, as you should in a Blaze I of Glory. I would say maybe Luke Skywalker in... Well, spoilers, but Luke Skywalker in whatever the most recent Star Wars mm -hmm. was, that was the way to do it. Like, I would just... Yeah. I would just say that, man. That well, was... Well, I mean... If I could include the option, I would have put lightsaber. Yeah. I reject the question and add lightsaber. But even, but was there even really a lightsaber? No, not really. There wasn't anything. No. I mean, that was, there that was, a, yeah. Mm -hmm. A little dusting off of the kid. shoulder. and mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. If you could shoot, and Pat's going to have trouble keeping this one to 30 seconds, I think. Uh, if you could shoot any of the guns in this movie, and not necessarily at people. Definitely. Okay, I'm going I'm to preface this question by saying that, and these are purely my opinions, um, I am the Texan that does not like guns. So I am the odd man out in the rest of my family. Not a fan of guns. Have I shot guns before? Absolutely. Have I done target practice before? Absolutely. Do I like guns? No. So... I don't say that to offend anybody, any of our listeners who enjoy their guns and own guns and things like that. Um, you know, we're not going to get into opinions on political issues surrounding guns. I'm just going to say I'm not a fan of guns. Yeah. So that kind of colors my answer to the question a little bit. But if I had a chance to shoot one of these guns as target practice, yeah. then, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go hunting or anything like that. But to just shoot targets... Um, just for the experience of shooting the gun, that's that's where my answer will come from. So, um, I'll do this one first. So, I picked, of the different guns that show up in this movie, I picked the 1874 Sharps Calvary Carbine. Uh, that is the kind of sharpshooting rifle that Kiefer Sutherland uses, I think, at the beginning of the movie. He might use it a couple other times throughout, but um, definitely at the beginning. I think because whenever I play a shooting video game or something like that, I always like to be the sniper. Like, I, I don't last very long if I have to, like, get in the fight and, like, mm -hmm. be five feet away from somebody. But if I can stand back and, you know, yeah. aim my weapon and, and fire that way, then I'm good to go. Right. All right, Pat, go for it. Yeah, well, I'm going to put my little disclaimer piece on there. And I, I just, <clears throat> talking about the movie and liking, and, and maybe I'm just getting old and, and with all that, it's a fantasy world. And I think that as long as we don't try to cross the fantasy world with the real world, then, you know, we're, we're okay because there's just plenty of violence in the real world. Um, as, far as, as far as shooting guns, I, you know, I guess I got two. I like skeet shooting. I uh, haven't done it in a long time, so I suppose uh, the, the, uh, the shotgun would probably okay. be, you know. I, Double barrel. Yeah, okay. uh, for skeet shooting. However, <clears throat> I have a horrible rifle shot. And I really need to work on my target. <laughs> uh, shooting would probably be good for me, so, you know, it... 
it would probably be the uh, I think is it a Winchester, whatever the lever action rifle that they mm -hmm. all use. That I, we talked about this in the mm -hmm. Rifleman, the old yeah. show where he'd be riding the horse and yep. he'd spin the rifle yep. in his hand. Schwarzenegger did it in Terminator mm -hmm. Two on the motorcycle. Yeah, um, that that one I would probably be good for me because, mm -hmm. like I said, the, the target one I was never quite mm -hmm. as good at. Yeah. But I like the skeet shooting. So. And I know next to nothing about guns, so I'm also going to clarify why I knew the exact name <laughs> of the gun that I chose. You did your research. I did my research. I went to the, there's the internetfirearmsdatabase.com, yeah. or I think it's like, it's it's like IMDB, but for guns yeah. in movies. Mm -hmm. So that, I looked that up, and that's where I got the name of the gun, because I go. know jack whatever about guns, yeah. and so that's, I don't know, but I, that looked like the one that would be the most fun to target practice with. Oh, shoot. Cold 45. Okay. The special. Works mm -hmm. every time. That's what they tell me. Oh, I was thinking of the Billy yeah. D. Williams. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cold 45. Yep. Okay. I think that's even, isn't that even the Cold special? Isn't that the one in Back to the Future 3 also? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Nice. That's mine. There you go. All right. Well, if you would like to answer our five questions, feel free to call into the show. Our voicemail line is 872-356-6843. Feel free to call in and, and give us your answers to the five questions or tweet us. Uh, you can tweet us to your answers to, your, to the five questions there. Um, like I said, we put these up maybe like a day or so before the uh, episode comes out so you can take a look at them and think about what your answers for those might be. Um, I think that's going to do it for our episode on Young Guns. Uh, so come back here next time. Our next episode... That actually kind of finishes out our month. Uh, we originally thought that we would be doing three episodes this month because we've got Thanksgiving, and as teachers, it's kind of a busy schedule. But we did have, we had a request uh, from some listeners and from ourselves to throw in a couple of different movies that did not make it on our list before. So next week, we're going to be back with A Fish Called Wanda. So um, I'm going to be at Chris Kindle Market in Chicago on Wednesday oh. when this episode comes out. But if you see John, and then Thanksgiving. feel free to come on up and say hello. That's true. If you're in Chicago, you happen to see If you know what I look like and you happen to see me, then say hey. If they know what you look like, well, I suppose enough people who we know might listen to this. They but might. I was about to say something about it. They might. They might. How creepy that might be. Google me. Yeah. Good to steal Jeff's tweet, boys. Um, all right, so yeah, so next time it'll be A Fish Called Wanda, um, and then we'll be on into our December movies pretty soon, so if you want to uh, check out our website, you can find out what our December movies are going to be, and uh, watch those ahead of time if you'd like. So, uh, thank you, Pat, and thank you, Bo. Thank, thank you, guys. you, John. All right, we'll be back here next week for A Fish Called Wanda. In the meantime, be excellent to each other, and go watch some good movies.